Welcome to the first episode of The Soundtable, hosted by Make Pop Music. I'm your host, Austin, and I'm joined by our co-host and our producer, Miranda. Hi. We're so excited to be kicking off this podcast. It's kind of been an idea in our brains for a few years now, and it's been something that we've been kind of actively working on for the past few months. So today, we're going to keep it light with the first episode. We're going to kind of have, like, if you've ever taken a class and you have the first day kind of be the syllabus day, where you kind of see what the class entails and what you're going to learn. That's pretty much what we're doing today. So it's going to be super simple. We're just going to talk about who we are, what we do, what this podcast is, kind of why we started the sound table. And so by the end of today, you should have a pretty good introduction to each of us, make pop music as a company, and then what the sound table is going to offer. So we'll talk about everything, like what we plan to do in episodes, what our format is going to be, our release schedule. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm really, really excited. So let's go ahead and let's dive in. Now that we've done that quick little intro, let's dive in and talk about who we are. Is that where, where should we start? You think we should start with kind of who we are and what we do? <laughs> yeah. All right. Sure. <laughs> so for anybody that's listening to this podcast that may not have heard of either of us or make pop music, my name is Austin. I am a music producer, and then I also own and operate the company Make Pop Music with my wife, who is also the co-owner of that company, and she is our co-host and producer on this podcast. Her name is Miranda. You'll get to know a little bit more about her in just a minute. But uh, yeah, typically I am just producing clients all around the world. And then on the side, we're kind of doing a bunch of stuff for a company called Make Pop Music. We have a YouTube channel where we do tutorials. We have a website where we have blog posts and courses and sample packs. And we're always working on that. And then some of the communities attached to that on the side of me kind of producing records. So that's typically what I'm doing. And then I'll let Miranda kind of dive in and tell you a little bit more about what she does for Make Pop Music. Mine's a lot shorter because it's super boring. <laughs> I just edit all the content, um, all the YouTube videos. I keep on his ass about recording YouTube videos. <laughs> um, yeah, basically just content scheduling, any email you've gotten from us, I have probably created. Just pretty much all the behind the scenes stuff that's not creative or interesting, really, like editing this podcast. <laughs> yeah, she basically keeps the machine running. So if you've ever seen any of our content, most of that happens because of Miranda. We pulled her on full-time with Make Pop Music in October of 2018. So it's been like three and a half years. And before that, Make Pop Music did kind of exist as like a little side hustle. But I'm sure we'll dive into that story of kind of how we started and, and how Make Pop Music started in just a bit. So I don't want to dive into that too much. But I just wanted to give you a really quick introduction kind of about who we are and what we do at the moment. We'll go ahead and we'll tell you a little bit about the podcast. So we've had the idea for a few years to do a podcast I've been a guest on many podcasts and I've always really, really enjoyed it. And I just really like talking about music and music business and, and life with a bunch of like peers and, and professionals. So we've kind of played around with the idea for a few years, but with us having the YouTube channel, we've just never really found the perfect time to do it. And finally, we found a little bit of free time on our schedule. So we figured, why not give the podcast a run? So we created the sound table. We've been working on it now for a few months uh, as you can see, if you're you know listening to this, we have the artwork done. We've got some intro music, some transition music. And not only that, we've been building kind of a big list of topics and guests that we're going to host. So you'll see all of that coming just within a few short weeks. Our release schedule at the moment is going to be bi-weekly. So we're going to release every other week. And 
for at least right now, our kind of plan is to alternate between episodes that are just me and Miranda in the studio, where we talk about things that are more like our personal experiences. What are some topics that people can kind of expect from that? Basically anything. We could talk about new albums, new music that's out. You can go over production tips, maybe your creative process, advice you'd give to maybe beginners or things that you've learned, how you stay motivated. Basically anything that you guys are interested in listening to. Exactly. It's just honestly, this is going to be just kind of long form content because with the YouTube channel, we always have ideas to go over things like, for example, the process of like creating one of our sample packs or how I became a producer or how to work with artists all over the world or how Miranda edits all of our content and keeps that business running. These are topics that I feel like do deserve discussion. However, I don't feel like they'd make great YouTube videos, so I think they're going to make perfect podcast episodes because to me, these are going to be moments that like we can spend a little bit more time going over all of the stuff that you might not need to be watching on a screen. But, you know, if you're just kind of casually listening to it, we can still go over all of the the tips and tricks and our experience and, you know, just kind of what we've experienced in the music business. So that's going to be kind of the format for our solo episodes. And then alternating with that, we're going to be hosting guests. So we have a few guests lined up. I don't want to you know, list all of them just in case anything falls through within the next couple of weeks. But we do have a pretty hefty list of some hard hitters in the industry. And our guest episodes are really going to focus on kind of all aspects of, of music and music business. So we want to have artists, we want to have producers, we want to have mixing engineers, we want to have tour managers, we want to have live sound front of house guys, A&Rs, PR agents, all of that kind of stuff. So we're not just going to be diving into the technical or creative aspect of making music. We'll also dive into kind of the business aspect. And when we host guests, those episodes are primarily going to focus on their experience and their journeys. And they're going to kind of be centered around what they're doing in the industry to crush it. So I'm not going to give away too, too many guests, but I will let you know that our next episode, so two weeks from the day that we launched this, we're going to be having our first guest episode and that's going to be with Joan. So if you haven't heard of Joan, they're an indie pop band amazing guys. They're super, super sweet. They make incredible music, all self-produced, selling out tours. So they're going to be a great guest. We're going to dive into a ton of stuff with them. And that episode will kind of be a little taste of what you can expect from some of our other guest episodes. So we're going to be releasing bi-weekly. So every other week, and then we're going to alternate us in the studio and then us with a guest. So yeah, I hope you're looking forward to that. If this podcast kind of picks up and we're able to dedicate more time to that, maybe we eventually swap to weekly. Maybe we eventually pick up new segments. We're going to kind of be fluid with it. I don't want to go into this with any goals or preconceived notions. We're really just here to hang out and have a good time and chit chat because to me, that's something that we don't really get to do on the YouTube channel a ton, but it's something that I really, really personally like doing. So I'm really excited about that. Do you have anything else to say kind of about the format or what people can kind of expect from the sound table? I probably honestly will not be talking that much during these podcasts. I'm more of like a behind the scenes. Maybe sometimes I'll be asking questions to our guest or to Austin or maybe make him explain something a little more, dive into it a little more. But other than that, I'm not in the music industry that much, so I don't know how much people care to hear from me, but I'll just be here lurking in the background, mostly. Well, and you're mainly here too, I think, to like, we want this podcast to be easily digestible for anybody interested in music. So when we have a guest, we want their kind of casual fans to come check it out. When we have, you know, solo episodes that pertain to music and to music business, we want people of all areas and levels to kind of be able to relate. So 
I think with you being here, it's going to be a nice little kind of counterbalance to make sure that we don't ever get too technical or, or, you know, kind of devolve into like these huge tangents that kind of go nowhere. So, you know, with you being the producer and with you kind of not being in the music business, but kind of being around the music business by running Make Pop Music, I think it's going to be nice to have somebody to kind of like, you know, put things into layman's terms. So anybody at any level can still listen to the podcast and, and kind of still enjoy things. Right. Yeah. That's basically my role here slash goal. So that's a good little recap on why we started a podcast. We have some time today. So I figured I get to question a lot. We kind of both get to question of, of, how Make Pop Music started, how I started as a producer. So I figured maybe for a little segment of this first episode, just to kind of kick it off and to kind of give you guys a little bit of a background on you know, who we are and what we do and kind of how we got here, I figured maybe we can kind of go over our journeys up to this point. So we started the, the episode off with a little introduction kind of about who we are and what we do at the moment. But yeah, let's dive into a little segment on kind of how we got here. Growing up, I just always loved music. I was always around music. I started playing guitar at like nine years old. I started playing piano at like 14. I started singing in a rock band at 16. And when I was in a band, that was the first experience I ever had going to a music studio. So we would go and we would record our tracks or record our demos. And I really loved the environment. I loved watching what the producer would kind of do in the studio. And I just loved the kind of creative process because growing up, I was always able to kind of write my own songs and sing my own songs and stuff like that. But it's just a totally different experience to be able to like listen to that idea back. So I just kind of fell in love with the process of recording music and it just really interested me. And also we were in that band. I was what, 16? Yeah. 16, 17. And little then, baby. <laughs> yeah. I quit when we were about 18. So, I mean, to put it bluntly, we just did not have that much money to be going into the studio, you know, every couple weeks. So what I ended up doing is so we could have demos and stuff to take in or to kind of sort through is I was just learning how to record stuff on my own. And it was super running gun at first. Like I had Mixcraft, I had like a hundred dollar Tascam interface and I had like a line six spider amp that we would run the headphone out into the, the kind of microphone input on a tower computer. So like it started out as super janky, but it was really fun. You know, I was young so I would just go over to my friend's house we'd slam like three or four monsters stay up till four in the morning writing music and I just really started to fall in love with the process so I started doing that in my later high school years and then quit the band to to move off to college Miranda and I are high school sweethearts so we dated all through high school and we got married literally like a couple weeks after her 18th birthday and then <laughs> And then we moved away to Boca Raton, Florida for college. So we went to college down there and throughout college, we were both working full time, both full time students. So we had a lot on our plate. But anytime that she wasn't home and that I was not at work or school, I would be making music. So I was used to the process of recording with a band and with bandmates. However, this was my first real time like ever diving in is just doing my own stuff. And I was primarily doing rock and metal and I was having a really, really good time. And at that time, there were so many different online groups and forums and, and chat boards and things like that that were dedicated to, to metal and rock music. So that played a really kind of key role in my learning experience was I could go in there and I could post a demo, get some feedback. I could, you know, meet people in the industry. And the rock and metal scene was super accessible. Like you could just go onto a Facebook group and chat with a guy who just did like the number one, number two rock record in the country. So that was really inspiring as I was kind of like getting my legs 
with recording. I did a bunch of rock, bunch of metal, met a bunch of people through all those groups and forums and stuff like that. But eventually I started to burn out of rock and metal and I wanted to kind of transition into pop music. And at that time, there weren't really any resources like the rock groups, the metal groups, the YouTube tutorials or anything like that for pop. So my kind of idea, and Miranda had a bunch of input on this as well, was to start a Facebook group that was dedicated towards like underground independent pop music and pop creators and producers and writers. And at the time, like I wasn't really doing pop. I wasn't making this to be like my brand or my group or anything like that. I just wanted a community, right? For people to come in and share their stuff with and, you know, learn and grow together. So I made the group, I think at the time it was called like pop producers and songwriters. And then that just started to kind of grow rapidly. And so now we kind of have this split in my journey where I was making a ton of pop music for myself and I had met my friend Grayson through Barnes and Noble. So I was recording a bunch of stuff for him because he was interested in doing pop. I was starting to get offered like these paid projects from smaller artists. And at that same time, the Facebook group was starting to really, really grow. I think within the first year, we probably had like seven, 8,000 members, which was huge at the time. And so it quickly occurred to me that we were kind of like the first or at least like the first widely accessible pop community for like independent people. Because at the time, pop just felt super inaccessible, right? It was like, what what records were huge at that time? It, this was not like the time of bedroom pop. This was like... Oh, God, it was probably like Katy Perry and stuff. Like the, what yeah. year was that? 2015, 16? Yeah, that's like Katy Perry era, baby. That's like, that was her. She was running it. Yeah, so pretty much at that time, that was like peak Max Martin, like... Dr. Luke. Zed, maybe? Benny Blanca. Yeah, right. Yeah. So, like, pop at that time, we were at, like, the epitome of, of the big bubblegum pop era, which I still love, but it was super... Love. Yeah. <laughs> you don't... I love it strong, but... I still enjoy those <laughs> There you go, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, at that time, it was not, like, how it is now, where there's, like, all these Spotify artists who, you know, were, like, really blowing up and going on, like, these, you know, self-published journeys and... It just was not like that, which is cool, but that's why I felt like I needed to start some kind of community or something so we could all meet each other and grow together. So yeah, th basically that community was just growing rapidly. And at that time I was making so much music as a, as a producer and I was constantly posting, you know, what I was working on in that group. I was meeting a ton of people. And after a little while, I started getting requests for like my drum sounds, like, you know, um, how I was processing vocals, how I would do like vocal chops. So people were asking all of these questions and I definitely was not like an authority or anything like that, but I figured if people want it, I'll give it to them. So I made a sample pack and that did pretty well. And then I like made a YouTube video or two. And this is all around the time of like, I think I'm a junior in college at this point. Yeah, that sounds right. Right. So I'm like a junior in college. The group is growing. I'm getting some freelance clients on the side. Not like my main income or anything. I'm still working at a Barnes & Noble pretty much full time and in college. And I ended up having a conversation with Miranda right here. And she was like, if you ever want to go full time with music, like now is the time to try. Because at that time, I didn't really have to make that much money. I was just working at a bookstore and we were surviving a lot off of like scholarships and like student loans and stuff like that. So I was like, yeah, screw it. I'll give myself like a year to try it. 
And uh, yeah, after we had a long conversation, I stepped down from Barnes and Noble and I left like on really good terms. So I always still had like my backup option. It wasn't like we were going to go broke and hungry or anything like that. And I did have this kind of community to fall back on. And then I remember that with that drum sample pack and the community and me taking stuff on the side, my main goal was to make like, what did we say? Like 1200 bucks my first month? Yeah, something. 1200 or 1500 I can't remember. Right. I, and I was also working at the time, so it wasn't like we literally had zero income. Right. But, you know, I was working at a bath and body works. It wasn't like I was like rolling in the dough. Right. So, yeah. But it was it was stressful and scary. But, yeah, your first month ended up being way more successful than either of us could ever have dreamed of. Yeah. Should I throw numbers? I mean, you threw how much you wanted to. Yeah, that was so I, I've long. thrown numbers in other podcasts. I don't think it matters. So no. my, my goal was like twelve or 1500 that first month. And I think I did like thirty five or $3,700 that first month. Yeah, something like that. So at that point, I was like, oh, shit. You know, like... It was crazy. I can make 40 grand a year doing this. And I was in college to be a teacher. So like 40 grand a year was kind of... Honestly, in Florida, that was like my cap anyway. So I was like, all right, let's try this. So I did it for a year. And during that year, I was producing as many people as possible. And at this time, I was doing pop. I was doing some electronic. I was doing some metal still. I was producing, mixing, mastering, songwriting. I was doing intros for live bands. I was doing graphic design. I was going to say, you were even doing graphic design. You were like a, a jack of all trades. You're doing it all. Right. And I, I've talked about this. If anybody hasn't listened to the Six Figure Creative Podcast on here, go check that out after this. I've done two episodes with them, and we dive into all of this a lot more than I'm going to go over today. But everything just started growing really naturally. And I think in my first year, how much did I, I think I did like, I think I did 50 grand my first year. Yeah, I want to say that. Yeah, I think that's right. Right. So about six months into my journey, I was going into my last semester in college. This is January of 2017. 17. Yeah. yeah. So January of 2017, I was just like, it's very clear that I'm not going to be a teacher, right? Like I'm on track to make 50 grand anyway, and I'm only growing more and more every month. So I talked to my parents. I talked to Miranda. I talked to the counselors at our school. And I was just like, what can I do? Because I was getting to that point where I was going to go have to do my student teaching in a classroom, which is like six months of basically a full-time, it's like an internship, which is insane. It is an internship. You yeah. don't get paid. Right. So you're basically a full-time teacher for a whole semester. You don't get paid anything. And I was like, if I'm honest, like, fuck that. Like, why would I do that? Like, I'm going to go make the same amount of money working for myself. So... What I did is my last semester, I dropped my education degree. And since I was English education and I was secondary, which means a high school teacher, basically that's like a double major. So I didn't really take any electives at all in college. All of my classes were either English and lit or they were education. But so that was kind of my experience through college. So when I graduated, I was just like, all right, very clear that I'm not going to be a teacher, at least at this point in my life. And so for about the next year, year and a half, I was producing a ton and like I've talked about how I overworked myself at this time but I was working like 60 hours a week I was doing like 200 250 projects a year and like I was beat but I was making money and I was growing my name and at that same time make pop music was growing and we were doing like the YouTube tutorials every couple months sorry if y'all can hear that that's our cats they're outside the studio right now oh they're so upset they probably don't know why we're both missing they are going to be pissed when we record these they but have attachment issues yeah <laughs> we both work from home and 
I mean, we've done it even before the pandemic and stuff like that, but they are clean. Can y'all hear that? <laughs> we'll have to put featuring Sophie now. Yeah, really. But anyway, where was I? Oh, yeah. So we were doing videos every like couple months. I wasn't doing many and I wasn't trying to grow a YouTube channel. It was more like if somebody has a question, instead of me writing a long ass post on a Facebook group, I'll just make a quick tutorial about it. This is kind of where Miranda comes into the story. So I'm going to kick it off to her. But just know at this point, I was kind of developing as a producer anyway. I was completely freelance. I was working internationally with clients all from, you know, remote working and we did have Make Pop Music started as a group. We had a couple sample packs and we had a small YouTube channel, like maybe 10,000, 12,000 subs at this time. And now is when Miranda steps into the picture. So I'm going to let her take it from here. Well, I'm not going to go into nearly as much detail because mine is not as interesting. But long story short, I graduated with a degree in marketing with a minor in digital marketing, which is why I did not take electives either. Um it just happened to line up that way. I like took one elective that was lined up with the digital marketing minor. And then my counselor was like, hey, you should do that. It's a free minor. Like it won't cost you anything. And I was like, okay, I guess. And then after I graduated about three or four months later, I started working at a marketing firm and it was great. I learned a lot. I was only there for six months, but I learned a lot in those six months um, but it wasn't like something I was deeply passionate about necessarily, but, um, and I wasn't like making, I honestly was not making really good money at all. <laughs> so we had been talking about moving to Orlando for, we lived in South Florida at the time for a long time. And we were like, I mean, this kind of seems like an opportunity. Like, I don't love my job. Our lease is ending. Like, and not to flex, but at that time, like I was making good enough money for dual income. Like yeah. at that time, like, I mean, I wasn't raking in like hundreds of thousands of dollars at that time, but I was making enough to where like, to be honest, if I would have been a teacher and Miranda would have had her entry level marketing, it's this, it was the same amount of money we already had. Yeah. So, so it, it wasn't like super high stakes. So we were like, let's give this a shot. Yeah. We wouldn't be like struggling, but we wouldn't be like able to do like fun stuff but we were fine with that so we were like eh, let's take the risk like i'll start working with you i'll learn how to edit videos i'd never edited edited any videos before but i was like i'll figure it out <laughs> and um that's exactly what we did we moved to orlando in october of 2018 i started editing videos for him i try to get on his ass about actually being consistent with content. Um, now I can say that we are. It took a minute to get there, but um, yeah, that's pretty much pretty much it, I think. Did I forget anything? No, I think that's it. I think, oh, we, we did forget to talk about like when you first came on, we had like a, a subscription service with... Oh, yeah. we uh, D Daniel Grimmett, he'll, he might listen to this. He was kind of like a, a, a business partner slash like mentor that we had for Make Pop Music for a couple years. And this was the time where he was starting to like grow his personal business. So he was kind of tapering off as Miranda was coming on. And we were at that time, we had a subscription service that was 20 or $25 a month where people got a sample pack and a course and a bunch of other stuff. And so that to me was like a lot to keep up with. Yeah, it was. Looking back, that's a horrible business model. <laughs> it was it was very like uh what's the word? Ambitious. Ambitious. Yeah, you got you were very ambitious, that's for sure. Also, uh Daniel Gremmett is the one who came up with 
make pop music like the name right make pop music right so, yeah i think i did forget to go so yeah so huge shout out to daniel for that yeah daniel <laughs> great name yeah because i think i might have glanced over that so daniel came into the story right around the time that i was thinking about going full-time and right around the time that i was starting to like make sample packs and had the ideas of like making tutorials and stuff like that so daniel came in right at the time of like i believe 2016 when i was like really getting the group going and like really starting to want to make content so he helped out kind of along those years and we kind of grew parallel and uh yeah at this time that Miranda came on Daniel was was getting ready to kind of do his own stuff with with like coaching and he has a bunch of a bunch of cool stuff going on now I think when she came on that kind of afforded us the opportunity to get consistent because like I said at that time like producing was my main goal because it was guaranteed you know like I knew that I could get $100,000 worth of work within a year in inquiries. And if I had the time to do it, I could do it and I could make $100,000. That was fine. I didn't see the vision behind like growing the group and growing the community and growing the YouTube channel and kind of having this more long-term passive incomes. It was really accidental. Like you never... Yeah. I can say that he never said, I wanted to, I want to be a YouTuber. I want to do YouTube videos. Like he never yeah. said those things. So like I love making the YouTube videos and stuff like that, but like that's not my primary goal is like... I still want to be a producer first and foremost, and that's why I'm still producing for artists. And granted, the YouTube channel and make pop music with our courses and our sample packs and the passive income and stuff like that has afforded me more time to work on production projects that I want to work on. Like now I'm not sending 200 invoices a year, 300 invoices a year. Now it's just I do what I want when I want. But like that, that is still kind of my main goal at my core. So while I love doing this podcast and the YouTube channel and stuff like that, like I am not just a content creator at the end of the day. I am a producer and Miranda is here to make sure that I'm allowed to still be a producer and not have to worry about running a business so much. That's what she went to school for. So that's what she does. You're more like a music producer who likes making content. Right. Yeah. That's pretty much how we got to like the current iteration of make pop music. So since she came on, I mean, with a couple weeks here and there that we just have to skip for whatever reason, we've pretty much released a video almost every single week since she started. And that's really when the YouTube channel started popping off. Now we're at like 165,000 subs. And, uh, you know, we have great sales on our website for all of the sample packs and stuff like that. I'm sure we'll spend a whole episode where we kind of talk about what the process is of making a new product or what the process is of creating a YouTube video. So if you guys want to hear more of that, let us know. Um, you know, you can let us know on any of our socials. But that is pretty much how we got to the current iteration of Make Pop Music. So for anybody who may have seen our, our channel or has gotten this far in the in the podcast episode, that's that's pretty much all you need to catch up to speed is, you know, I started producing because I loved it. I accidentally was able to get some paying artists and then I accidentally created a community that ended up getting pretty popular for some reason people wanted to hear what I had to say so I gave it to them and then Miranda took a leap of faith and really brought that into a like well-oiled machine while I was still able to just produce music that I want to a bunch of happy accidents really. yeah <laughs> yeah if anybody takes like... anything from this is like I mean we're a little bit more calculated now but like we're pretty good with the flow. Like, yeah, you just can't plan anything. It just, you never know what's going to happen. You right. truly, like, if you would have told us in 2018 when we started all of this that this is where we would be, we both would have laughed in your face and not thought you were telling, lot you were bullshitting for sure. 100%. <laughs> so, you never know. Yeah. So, that's our current story. If anybody wants to hear like a full in depth episode of that, let us know. 
Other than that, we've talked a little bit about who we are, what we do, how we got here, what this podcast is, what you can expect, what the release schedule is. Is there anything else we we really want to go over? You love a recap, let me tell you. I do. <laughs> you love a recap. Um, I don't think so. We're just hoping that this can be like something casual and fun and conversational and... I don't know. Hopefully something that you guys enjoy. Yeah, I think the main goal with this is honestly like we don't want it to be too scripted or serious. And like even when we have guests, like we'll have some guideline topics, but I really want to let conversation flow freely. Like all of the podcasts that I like listening to are more like that. The vibe of this is more like, so like our first guest will be Joan, right? And I want the vibe to be like I flew out to them, met up with them went to a coffee shop or went to a bar, grabbed a drink and just had an hour or two long conversation about life, about music, about their journey, about what they do now. And I don't only want to dive into like the music side of things. I want this to feel very personal. I want this to feel very communicative. And I think that if we can figure out how to do that, I think it's going to be a super entertaining podcast to listen to. And I think people are going to be able to get some of those tips and tricks and and workflow habits and things like that, that they might be, you know, tuning on a podcast for. So I do think we'll have a lot of the technical insight that, you know, some of you guys as our audience might want. And I also think we'll be able to provide you with just casual conversations because there seems to be a little bit of a gap for that in this in this kind of genre of content. I hear a lot of stuff that's like super interview based and I hear a lot of stuff that is super technical based, but I don't hear many people just having people on with some general goals and then just seeing where the conversation goes. So we're super excited. This podcast may change over time if you're listening and somehow we get to episode 250 and now you're listening to the intro episode. Who knows how much of this actually stuck, but that's kind of our main goal is to be fluid give you the audience what you kind of want while we have a good time. Uh, to be honest, we're mainly doing this for ourselves so we can just have really cool conversations about life and music and kind of everything in between. So I'm super excited to to do it with, you know, with you, Miranda. I'm really excited to do it for you guys, the audience. And other than that, yeah, I would say just, you know, who knows what to expect. We'll kind of see where this goes. You'll have to talk. So it's like the perfect thing for you. I will... <laughs> <laughs> fucking ramble oh they for know hours. if if any of these people listening have ever watched a youtube video from you they know they're like oh my god his youtube videos are 40 minutes how long are the podcast literally <laughs> they're like oh god finally give this guy a mic jesus christ yes yeah, it's, it's not uncommon that like it's not uncommon that i drop the sd card off in miranda's office and i'm like sorry there's an hour of content please get it to like 30 minutes or less oh literally you guys he's not even kidding i'm like oh cool let me just cut out like what <laughs> right and since so she doesn't have rambles. a background in production yeah she's like she, she's shooting line, at the way she's like yeah mm, if i cut out something important you have to watch this back and tell me yeah i truly have you have see, should see how many clips videos i take on my phone of like um hey can i cut this out or can i leave this it's like ridiculous so, yeah our our youtube content's already pretty long form so we'll see how this podcast goes i would say expect solo episodes to probably be between like 45 minutes and an hour and expect guest episodes to probably be between like anywhere from one to two hours I'll say they'll probably line up around like an hour and a half most of the time because I want to give them time to to really talk and I want to get time to actually converse with them so yeah he selfishly just wants to ask all these people questions <laughs> yeah <laughs> actually you know what really cemented this podcast what is 
if anybody's listening, there's an artist named Platinum, and he's great. We're working on him with some stuff for the YouTube channel, and I met him through a mutual friend, Riley, who is also going to be on this podcast, probably right after Joan. And the first time I ever, like, FaceTime with Platinum, we were doing a video for NPM, and unfortunately, some of the files corrupted, so we won't ever see that iteration, but we ended up talking for, like, well, almost two hours. Yeah, a long time. We ended up just, like, nerding out about music, talking about life, and we just had, like, a really good, like, intimate, personal conversation, and then we were also able to kind of learn cool tips and tricks and things from each other, and that, to me, was just super inspiring. It's, like, somebody who is, you know, racking up millions and hundreds of millions of Spotify streams, having his own flow and processes and his own experiences, and then me, somebody who's got millions of views on YouTube videos and the millions of streams on stuff that I've produced, but my name is not the banner, having a totally different approach. That to me just kind of like really cemented the idea of, okay, I want a podcast that I can talk to people for an hour, hour and a half, two hours, Mm -hmm. and just really connect with people. So that's what you can expect. Platinum, if you do listen to this, thank you so much for that awesome conversation. You You should come on the podcast. I'll text him. (laughs) I think I already did. Probably. I, I don't, I'm not going to say what he said because I don't really remember and I don't want to spoil anything. But I think that is pretty much going to do it for this episode. Do you have anything you want to say before we we wrap up and do our outro? Um, No. Rate and subscribe. Is that what you do with podcasts? I actually don't know. Rate, review, subscribe. I, I think, think that's, that's what it. I've heard people say. Yeah. So if you're listening on Apple or Spotify or Amazon or whatever, I think you can leave a rating. I totally understand if you don't want to do that after our first, first episode. We do appreciate it, but you can't expect more. And, you know, the the better this podcast does, I don't want to like hold it as leverage, but it's just like the YouTube channel. The more this grows, the more time that we can afford to do this. So if you really, really do like this, then showing us any support whatsoever by rating it, reviewing it, subscribing to it, share it with a friend, that's going to help us out a ton. And the more support we can get for this, the more time we can dedicate to this. So I'm really excited to dive in. Thank you for doing that last little plug. If anybody wants to hear more about us or you want to check out our our business you can head over to makepopmusic.com that's kind of the hub for everything make pop music including the sound table so you can find all of our youtube videos there we've got blog posts we've got courses we've got sample packs midi packs we've got a ton of free content over there too which is really cool and then i'm sure by the time this goes up we'll have a little tab to see what's going on with a podcast so if you want to check all of that out you can go to makepopmusic.com that should redirect you everywhere including the Facebook group that we also run and moderate. But other than that, I think that's going to do it. It's been great getting to chat. If you've got this far, thank you so much for listening. Actually, if you've gotten this far, should we go ahead and kick this thing off with a little uh, coupon? Sure, yeah. If you've gotten this far, you know what? You deserve it. If you've gotten gotten this far in our intro podcast, let's give you a coupon. What's that coupon going to cover? I'm making Miranda come up with this off the fly. This is why she went to school. (laughs) This is why I went to school. I don't know. Give them 20% off. Their entire purchase? Your entire purchase. 20% off your entire purchase using the code SOUNDTABLE20. Oh, SOUNDTABLE20. All caps, S-O-U-N-D-T-A-B-L-E-2-0. All caps, SOUNDTABLE20. It's not going to expire because if you listen to this podcast, whether it's the day we release it or two years from now, if you got this far in our intro, we really, really appreciate it. So go ahead and use that that coupon code SOUNDTABLE20. Save 20% off your entire order at MakePop. Other than that... That's that's pretty much going to do it. Yeah, um, we're actually going to wrap it up for real this time. We've said it five times. So we're really going to let it wrap it up. Thank you guys so much for listening. We really appreciate it. That's going to do it. Much love, everyone. Peace. Mm-hmm.
Cue this outro music that I absolutely fucking destroyed. <laughs> That's a wrap!